I have a question about uh, – we saw you coaching up Saquon Hart at one point. Uh, as a general question, how important do you think it is to be able to coach up your top players really hard? Look, we coach everyone the same. You know, we're trying to demand the best out of everybody and make them improve every day. We're not letting details slip. The, most, the thing I'm most impressed with is how coachable this team is. They come in here every day. They're looking for details. They're looking for coaching points. They want to improve. They want to do better. They understand it's about the message, not how the message is always delivered. We coach hard. We're very demanding. This is a tough job, okay? We're in New York City. This is a tough place to play and coach. We have to have guys who are thick skin and understand we have to operate in high-pressure situations. So we can't go out there on the practice field and just sing kumbaya together and think we're going to advance. Hi, Leonard. Hey, Joe. Do you have an update on what happened to Corey Ballantyne and Cody Kaur? You know, I don't have any information on uh, the second one. I'll say uh, I'll wait for the trainers for the official on um, Ballantyne. He finished practice. He's up quickly right there. He's good to go. Daryl Slater. Hey, Joe. Two-parter here. Uh, last night, uh, a couple former players, Shannon Sharp and Ben Watson, came out and kind of criticized your approach for having guys run laps. They said it's, it's not going to work. What's your reaction to that, number one? And number two, what's the line like for you with wanting to strike um, a no-nonsense tone, but also wanting to have your vets on board, uh, guys who might not be used to this, with, with what you're doing? Well, first off, everything we do has a purpose. And we're very intent on explaining to our team why we're doing things we're doing. I'm a big believer in, in educating our team in why we're doing things, that we're not just blindly out there winging it and trying to go ahead and force punishment. I explained the other day, when you make mistakes on the field, there's consequences. In the game, it's penalty yards. At practice, we have to understand there's consequences for mistakes. This isn't a punishment. It's a reminder that we have to draw our attention and be more detailed in how we approach things. Don Rock. Joe, now that they've been in pads for a few days, what have you seen from Andrew? Uh, it looked like he had uh, some good points and bad points today when they were doing the pass protection. Well, look, they're all learning, you know, and for rookies, they got to get used to the speed of the game. Uh, but I'm very pleased in how they're working on a daily basis. You know, we've seen a lot of things through the competition so far. It's only the second day in pads. You know, look, you're looking for improvement from day to day. And when you go in pads for the first day, you're really looking for a drastic improvement from day one to day two. The biggest thing is guys have a lot of energy and enthusiasm in that first day in pads. What they don't always have is a level of execution because, guys, it's been months since they've ever since they put on the shoulder pads and the helmet, and it's playing at a different tempo and intensity, and the technique has to match up for the physicality the game has. So I saw some improvement today. I was pleased with that. We'll watch the tape and see what else we had on. Schwartz. Mark Kennis, the post. I just had a question about Mark. Mark. Hey, Joe. Hey, Paul. Hey, Joe, um, when you um talking about Andrew Thomas a little bit and, um, you know, those drills, do you want the, um, uh, the the pass rushers, they have to work on their stuff, but do you want to make sure that a rookie like that gets a full array, a bull rush, you know, spin moves, everything? I mean, they got to work on theirs and he got to work on theirs, but you try to coordinate it so you get to see everything you can with the rookie? Well, I'd say – if it gets to a certain player, Paul, who needs a certain amount of something specific, we can always set that up in a drill. We can always go ahead and say, hey, we're going to set up a pass rush drill where it's all, you know, bull rushes or spin moves, whatever that may be. At this moment in time, we're just lining up players across from each other. And through getting a quantity of reps, we should see an array of rushes. So that should benefit everyone involved. The biggest thing for us at this point is the players have to learn to start identifying who the opponent is 
and what their tool set is that they like to use. You know, we go against a pass rusher, you start narrowing down what's their main one and then what's their main counter and start getting a pattern for what they're doing. If they went ahead and bull rush you last time, what are they going to do next time? Is it a push pull and try to get you a speed on the outside? Is it a spin move inside? They're trying to get you to plant your feet and counter off that. So the players have to become smart in the action, anticipating what's coming next with an opponent. Art. Hey, Joe. Uh, hey, Art. Uh, the tackling drill at the goal line. Obviously, right. seem to get the juices going for the guys. It's the first time I've seen something that physical in camp in a while here. I'm just curious how long you go back in the programs you've been a part of, and is that something that you've always believed that needs to be done? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, we can't get the guys ready to drive on I-95 by riding back roads. And if we think the Pittsburgh Steelers are coming in here to hug us, we're all sadly mistaken. So we have to train these guys in a physical manner to make it safe for them to play the game the way the game's played. And to answer your question, Art, I've been doing that drill personally within programs I've been in for the better part of a decade, okay? It's a safe drill. It's a controlled space. All right, it's how we can teach guys to, all right, safely have collisions because that's what the game's going to be is a collision game. It reinforces technique. We can teach off it on the tape. We do that in training camp. We've also done that throughout the season at different programs I've been a part of. You know, that's actually a drill a lot of times you use for even a young guy coming up off practice squad or maybe someone returning from an injury, whether they may be a ball carrier or tackler, and you have to test out where they are health-wise. If it's a defensive player, is he healthy enough to tackle? Is he turned down contact? If it's an offensive player, can he sustain the ball security through contact and make sure he's not fumbling every time he's hit? Normally, there's a shock factor when the fans watch that at first, the media sees it at first with, oh, they're hitting. Just put in the context of what we're trying to do in every play. We're staying on our feet most of practice with the exception of a couple of live tackling drills, and you have to selectively do those through training camp to get the guys ready. Again, we're not doing anything out there to try and see who the toughest guy in the schoolyard is. We're trying to get every player ready to play safely for 60 minutes against a competitor for 16 weeks. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Art. We're going to take three more, Bruce, Chris, and Duggan. Bruce? Hey, Joe, how does a guy impress you here besides just talent? Is it preparation? Is it attitude? Is it, is it spirit? Is it leadership? Of, what are the qualities that you're looking for? Real simple. Do your job to the best of your ability. Put the team first in every decision you make. Is that simple, Coach? That's simple. We don't have to overcomplicate it. Guys put the team first and come to work every day and do what they're asked to do the best they can. That's it. Simply tell the guys, it's not easy to play in this league, but it's simple. And that's all we're asking you to do every day. Thank you, Coach. Chris. Hey, Coach, I'd like to talk about some of the undrafted free agent receivers. You know, everybody talks about Slayton, Tate, and all that. But can you talk about Mac and Dylan and what they're bringing, what, they, what they're showing you? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm pleased right now with the progress all the receivers are making. And that whole crew of young guys, we've got a number of them. We've got a number of guys who's joined our roster in the last, you know, week or so. What we're seeing with them right now is daily improvement. And what we're seeing with them in pads is a physical nature to get down there and do the dirty things that we're asking them to do, to block every down, okay, to dig out those down safeties, all right, to go in there and mix it up, to have ball security through contact. They're doing a really good job for us in that. You know, they're learning the system the best they can. And it's not just learning the playbook in terms of the diagrams of the plays. It's learning your opponent and how they play and how to handle certain coverages and what your adjustment may be. I'm seeing improvement every day from those guys. they got to keep on that track, obviously. You know, the pads are on now. It's more competitive as we get towards the scrimmage on Friday and see what next week has, what the uh, split squad game will have. You know, that will reveal a lot about our team. Last question here, Dougie. 
Hey, Joe, you were talking yesterday when you split the team, how you, you know, you pick things to evaluate. I'm just curious, you know, as a first time being a head coach, um, you know, how are you enjoying that? How much different is it from when you're just coaching position or just coaching a you know, unit like special teams? Well, you know what? It's, it's definitely different, Dan. I mean, the first time we had a walkthrough was the first time I ever walked on a field and didn't have a specific area to go to right away. And to be honest with you, it takes you a couple of days to kind of get your bearings in and get your feet in. But I know there's certain things I'm looking for every day. I want to get my eyes on every player in some way, shape, or form. And it's my planning free practice to know who I'm looking at in every drill and what's my purpose. You know, I look through the script. I know the plays that are going to be called. I look at the drills that are set up and designed that we talk about in meetings. I know who I'm looking at for certain things or certain matchups. We may talk in a meeting and say, hey, I want to get so-and-so or so-and-so in a pass rush or a one-on-one receiver DV and see how they make out. But, you know, listen, you got to go in every practice with a plan. You know, the coaches do a tremendous job of staying organized and working through the daily progress. But as a head coach, I've got to walk around and make sure I make sure the team is moving at the rate I need to. And then to I, individuals for evaluations that will go ahead and make decisions for the team, I have all the necessary information. And just a quick one. Uh, didn't seem like Cole McCoy was out there for the first, I don't know, hour or so practice. Was everything okay there? Or? He was dealing with a personal matter, but he was, you know, we know about it and he's all good.